You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. And Matt, we're going to see at least two more quarterbacks added to the it's starting insane. list this year. It's insane. Sam Howell's going to start yeah. for the Washington Commanders, who are now eliminated, which Ron Rivera didn't know, I know that they were eliminated. Unbelievable, too. I, I get it. You, you have blinders on as a coach. Sure. You're just you trying to win the game. Yeah, you're, right. you're, main, you're thinking going into that game against the Cleveland Browns last week, we're just going to win this game. Mm-hmm. You're not thinking about what happens if you lose. Right, right, right. So but, the people killing him about that, uh, I get it. You should know. You should know, but I. But it's it, not the end of the world. It kind of had a McNabb didn't know a game can end in a tie type of feel to it. There's though. that. So that's that's kind a, of a bad feel yeah. to it. But your job <laughs> is to score touchdowns. Your job is to win, and you know that's what he was focused on. But it, how it makes sense now. Yeah. I mean, for one game. Chicago is, right. is is sitting down Justin Fields, who had a chance to to set the rushing rushing record, record right for quarterbacks attainable to start Nathan Peterman and the tank. That's this, essentially yeah. yeah, which is good for the Steelers, folks. You know, yeah. I mean, if guys. they so if they lose, yeah, on Sunday, and Houston, Houston wins, wins against Sam Ellinger in Chicago or Indianapolis, I should say, and they're favored, the and they're Texans favored, favored by, right. not by a little either. It's more than three, isn't it's it? more than it's like four and a half. Is it really? <laughs> wow. If they do that, the Bears then have the number one overall pick, and then therefore the number one pick in the second round, which mm-hmm. belongs to the Pittsburgh Steelers, which would be the thirty-second overall pick. Yes, which is tremendous. So, worse the Steelers picking thirty-three. Yeah, the difference between thirty-two and thirty-three is not dramatic, much. But, but you right, got right. the. That's what you got for Claypool, though, folks. That's phenomenal. That pick going into that second day, they're going to field a lot of calls. Oh yeah. That's going to be one of our favorite draft day moments, I think. They'll field a lot of calls if it's two. Yeah. But let's say there's a quarterback sitting there that didn't go in the first round. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And there probably will be. Right, right. That somebody says, well, we got we to go, go up and get this kid. Mm-hmm. They could move back. Let's say they go back six six spots. Mm-hmm. And get a whole bunch of picks. No, so you might get a next like, year's second and a third this year. You might like, get a first. You might get a real package. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you absolutely. might. Somebody might say, you know what? We'll give you a. We'll give you a next year's one and this year's two to move up to thirty-two. Yeah, throw in a five. And yeah, you got a deal. We need a quarterback. Yep. We got shut out in free agency. We got to get a quarterback here. I know some people are upset about. Boy, the Steelers aren't picking in the top ten anymore. Okay, I get that. It's better. This is a better outcome without question. But that extra second-round pick is going to make your and I mocks drafts a blast. Oh. And not to mention our draft coverage when we're, like, live on the air. And that night, leading up to the – I mean, every pick is going to be super crucial. Like, that's that's a rare position for us in the Sealers to be in. I told so. you yesterday it was I was waiting for you to come in, and I was just messing around on the, the pro football focus mock drafter. Yeah, yeah, it's up and running. Because you can up. make trades. As, like So every time my pick came up, I traded back. Where yeah. I traded for picks next year. Now, so you got a bunch of future picks, right? So I, I ended up drafting like I ain't. I, there were two times when I did nobody made me an offer for the picks. So I drafted two guys, okay. and ended up with seventeen picks next year, <laughs> <laughs> like three first rounders and four yeah, second yeah. rounders, and yeah, you know. Yeah, people don't think about that though. I mean, if you're going to entertain offers all night long for number thirty-two and even thirty-one, I yeah. mean, there's going to be teams that like two players or whatever know the first pick's going to be. That's. A wealth of picks. I mean, it's just a lot more time to negotiate. It's not a 15-minute clock. 
you're fielding offers from ten teams instead of one or two. You know, I mean, so and everybody now talks about Matt that fifth year option. Mm-hmm. I'm of the belief that the fifth year option now isn't as valuable as it used to be. It's hard because when those guys are good and go into Pro Bowls, you've spilled, you know, spelled it's going to cost you. It co- it's not like a yeah. cheap deal. Even if he's an average player, let's mm-hmm. say let's just say he's a starter for you yeah. after year three or after year two, yeah. he's a starter. Just an average starter. Doesn't mm-hmm. go to Pro Bowls or anything like that. You've got to – it's basically the transition tag that you've got to pay him. Which is substantial. Substantial. Yeah, right. If he goes to a Pro Bowl, then it becomes the franchise tag number. Yeah. I, I know everyone's killing the Raiders this year. How could you not have franchise – or, you know, given the, the fifth year to Josh Jacobs? He's leading the league in rushing. He's great. He was a good player before that. I bet he's gone to a Pro Bowl. I, I don't know that off the top of my head. He'll go this year, which means – yeah. Right. Like, so that was not – a super cheap deal for them. The fifth year option is not as great as people think. No, not not what it was. That's for just, the no brainer fifth yeah. year option guys because they're expensive. Yeah, you know. Um, now you it's like good it for if quarterbacks. you like if those guys go to a Pro Bowl. That means they were they've been good you early. Been getting, yeah, it was a good pick. But let's be honest now, going to a Pro Bowl isn't what it used to be either. It's not a high bar either. <laughs> I do think if you want a quarterback, I'd much rather have him be around one guy than round two. Yeah, you know, as they especially if Jordan Love's going to sit on the bench. You know, those right. type of things. They're yeah. a clear starter in place. But yeah, so two two more quarterbacks start this week. That brings the number to what I say sixty six. I think sixty six. I believe seven. Yeah, yeah. We were That's actually off last week with that number, is because okay. it was sixty four going or sixty two. I think maybe mm-hmm. after. So like, whatever. Peterman's played this year, but he hasn't started. Yeah. So whatever it, they were tied after this week with the nineteen eighty seven strike year, right? For the most quarterbacks starting games in the league, that was a strike year. It was a strike year. I mean. Like, Everybody started multiple quarterbacks that year. Right. Like, <laughs> so the strike year, if Bradshaw was a quarterback, he started week one and then they went on strike, right? Yeah. Uh, so all the That's starters all, played in so week one. So then Steve Bono played for the Steelers. Okay. Yeah, yeah, If you yeah. remember. Yeah, yeah. And ended so, up so every turning team it into had, a career. Every team yeah. had two. Right. As a at least. If you yeah. didn't have an injury and they all played well. Now, okay. the reason it was only 62 at that point was because, of course, there weren't as many teams as there were. There were fewer now. franchises. Yeah. But if you double it all right off the bat, and that's your baseline, plus injuries and whatnot, too. <laughs> right. And you, this year is blowing it out of the water. Yeah. This year is blowing it Ugh. out of the water. NFL's hating that. So, to me, that's one of the biggest reasons why points are down. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's no consistency at quarterback. Yeah. Again, the- there's not a single team going into week the 18 of the NFL season that is averaging 30 points per game. Mm-hmm. And 20 used to be a low bar is kind of league average now. It's 2021 20, somewhere yeah, in yeah. there. Yeah, it's it's you know, there's only you I win a lot of games scoring 2021. I counted points. last week there were like seven teams over 25 points per game less. Wow. The high flying offenses and you know, even some of those guys, you know, Hurts has missed time and you know, yeah. so yeah, even a an ordinary 20 18th to 20th best quarterback in the league usually gets you to 20ish. And if he's out and you're on your third one, you know, uh, it's brutal. It's going to be tough. Yeah. yeah. And in the Steelers' situation, people are killing the Steelers. Well, they're still only averaging 17 and a half points per game. You've started the rookie quarterback most of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Mitch Trubisky's not a superstar either. You right. Know I mean? But yeah. If they, you know, the two games against Buffalo and Philadelphia that got away from them, mm-hmm. um, if they score their average in those in those games, let's say they, they score two touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. 
they're averaging like 19 points a game right now. It's, just, I mean, it's not standing out. It's, much, it's not right. the 17 that they're averaging now. They, they had those two really poor games mm-hmm. against two very good football teams. Like right this minute, Kenny Pickett is 24th in quarterback EPA. Yeah, he's yeah. he's around a lot of brand name guys, including Aaron Rodgers. And we said this many times going into the, the, the year that on average, first round rookie quarterbacks are about 24th. And he's ascending, though. I bet he ends up, well, there's only one more game. But the last several games are better than the first couple games. The turnovers are way down. You know, I mean, so this is kind of what you, you know, signed up for. If you look at his uh, QBR, which is the Mm -hmm. ESPN, and I don't know how they do theirs. I think it's it's supposed to be better than just a quarterback rating. It's more advanced. It's more advanced. Quarterback rating was always flawed. Yeah. And frankly, I don't know how EPA is calculated either. Yeah. You know. So if you look at this, I think it's a much better. Like the QBR is much closer to. I think it's better actual yeah. play because here are the here are the guys ranked in terms of QBR. Patrick Mahomes. He should be one in any seventy-seven point eight. Yeah, Josh Allen's at seventy point five. He's two. No one's going to fight you there. You know? Jalen Hurts is three at sixty-nine. Tua is fourth at sixty-three point mm-hmm. two. I think Tua's third. There's a little bit of a drop off there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then you've got Geno Smith at 62.6. Jared Goff's at 62.6. That's what he's played like. Right. I mean, he's been a good player this year. There's your top six. Joe Burrow's at 61.1. Okay. Uh, you got Daniel Jones at 60.4. He's not had a bad year. No. Jacoby Brissett is at 10. That's about where he's at in EPA, too. And the drop-off from at, him to Watson is At 59.9. Then you got Lamar at 11 at 59.7. Okay. You've got Justin Herbert at 56.8. The beginning of the year was hard on him. Derek Carr, 56.1. He's not the whole problem there. Right, right yeah. Marcus Mariota at 55.6. Uh, I think his wheels helped him. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence is then at 15 at 55.1. He yeah. had a kind of a slow start. Oh, yeah. And he threw a lot of uh, red zone picks early on. Garoppolo is at 54.5. He's 16. Justin Fields is at 17 at 53.9. Okay. Which, to me, is more realistic about... Yeah, yeah, he shouldn't yeah. be fifth. No, no. Uh, Tom Brady at 51.9. Last week helped. Is 18. Kyler Murray's at 19 at 51.7. Andy Dalton is 20th at 51. 21st is Matthew Stafford at 50.2. Mm-hmm. Then you got Kenny Pickett at 22. Yeah, right. At 49.9. Some of the guys he's ahead of on this list. Ryan Tannehill. I can buy that. Kirk Cousins. Wow. Cousins, Cousins have had some high moments, but yeah. he's had some low moments. He's at 48.9. Wow. I expected he'd be higher. He's got that. 14 interceptions. Matt Ryan, obviously, About, for yeah, obvious reasons. Be right. Aaron Rodgers. Interesting. Uh, Russell Wilson. Nobody's surprised no, by that. Carson that. Wentz. Sure. Mac Jones. Okay. Davis Mills, Baker Mayfield. Now, when you so, look at those 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 guys below pick, like Pickett's at 49.9. Mm-hmm. There's a whole bunch of guys there at 50, where, which is probably about league average. Yeah. Okay. The guys after Pickett, so uh, Tannehill's 49.7, uh, Cousins is 48.9, Ryan is 43.4. Then you go down into the 30s. Rogers is at 39.6. Uh, you go all the way down to Baker Mayfield at 27. Okay. So that's a big difference. So. I, 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 I'm I more of an EPA guy than a QBR guy, so I've never yeah. really filtered this. Because um, I had to do this with EPA for my stat pack because Watson didn't have enough snaps to qualify. Yeah. So I changed the barometers for 150 snaps or more. Um, 
someone that was really high, which doesn't quite add up, was Sam Darnold. He's like fifth. There's nothing wrong. He hasn't thrown any interceptions. Yeah, nothing yeah. wrong. You know, well, he threw, so, he threw a couple last week. Yeah. But Watson was either 39th, I think it was 49th amongst quarterbacks. One above Wilson from the Jets, one below Wentz. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what he's playing like right now. Rough. Yeah. And people people are like, well, he 10. turned the corner in the, against Washington. Look at his first half stats in that game. I think it, you sent it to me. I think they had 11 net passing yards at the half. They were awful. I mean, hideous. He threw a couple of touchdown passes in the second half no. against what's been a pretty poor mm-hmm. pass defense. Well, I mean, the, the reason that game went the way it was is Wentz was a double A. Worse. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was worse. I mean, he threw three awful picks, two that were just unexcusable. Yeah. yeah. But I keep seeing, like, Jake Trotter, and I'm not I'm not ripping on Jake Trotter at all, from mm-hmm. ESPN, who covers the, the Browns, keeps putting out these numbers, how the Browns' defense is turning things around. He, he, he states all these... Mm-hmm. All these uh, stats and stuff for them, but it's all their passing defensive stats, which are much better than their run defensive stats. Because you can run on them; they are last in EPA versus run. Right. Last. That's so. That's always the argument that you run into. Right. Well, is, is their pass defense any good, or is it because everybody just runs the ball against exactly. them? Exactly. <laughs> if it's easy to run against you, your teams are just going to run against you. They're never going to throw the ball. They're seeing the sixth highest percentage of runs. I bet that's climbing at a rapid rate. Like yeah. I'm, I'm shocked they're not two because it's the, the discrepancy between pass and run defense is stark for them. But I'm not so sold to your point that their pass defense is wonderful. You know, I mean, they can rush the passer a little. It's Garrett and then everybody else. They don't really have a second pass rusher. Yeah, they have some corners and they have some cover guys. I don't know if people realize this about the Browns, but they might be. When you ask the analytics people, who's the most analytically driven team in the league? you'll get a lot, a lot of votes for the Browns, which is why their defense is so little and so based on coverage guys and not stopping the run. Like, you and I recognized this before the season started. It's like, this might be a good defense. You know, they got some the defensive guys, tackles are junk. Was the worst, as I say, <laughs> that might be the worst position room. And then on you've taken one. every linebacker who was playing when the Steelers played again, yeah. played them early in the season. They're all gone. Yeah, we don't invest all in linebackers because that's you know that, that's not smart analytically, and we're not going to protect them either with good defensive tackle plays. We're going to play Brian and guys like that and rookies. Yeah, I thought their defensive tackle room was as bad as any in any position room in the league. So here you go, Matt. To to that point. Cleveland has faced 490 pass attempts this year, which is only... Which I'm sure is very low. Only six teams... No, I'm sorry. Only five teams have seen fewer. Okay. But that makes sense. I said they were sixth in terms of percentage of you know play calls. Yeah. Now, they're only giving up 6.8 yards per attempt, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't have I to like throw... I secondary. You don't have to throw against them. No, and there's no real reason to. Because then the offense doesn't force you to throw against well, them. Well, that's the either. other thing. Right, yeah, right. you can just run the ball mm-hmm. as much as you want. Yeah. And they're Especially not, with the way Watson's yeah. playing. They don't score, you know. No, no. They're kind of remarkable when I dug into the stats. They're very even-steven. Like, they're zero in turnover differential. Like, the things that they're... Good at on one side, they balance out with being bad at on the other side. Like the way they run the ball. You think, oh, it's Chubb like crazy. And yeah, he's really good and they've had success on the ground. But then they balance it out with being bad in run defense. Like yeah. there's their strengths and weaknesses almost are dead even. Yeah. I mean, if you look at it from that perspective, okay, the team's ahead of them mm-hmm. in terms of fewest, fewest pass attempts. Green Bay, who's awful against the run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chicago, awful against the run. Sure. And they're also losing in the fourth quarter a lot. Washington. I can see that. I mean, they're 
you dread that front four pass rush. Yeah. But they've also up. they only have eight interceptions. They've given up twenty five touchdown passes. They're like, okay. yeah, really bad against. It's not a great pass. Not a good. Right. Yeah. Uh, the Chargers who were giving five point four yards a carry. Yeah, yeah. The, and the Texans. Wow, who are always losing in the fourth quarter? <laughs> right. Right, right, Bears and Texans. That's who. Are, that, yeah. Those are the teams that have seen fewer pass attempts mm-hmm. against them than I bet Cleveland. Indy's close now too. Indy is right behind them. Okay, because <laughs> they're terrible in the fourth right. quarter. Right, and I'm sure Denver's getting up there too. I mean, so, but they they at least stay in games. Yeah, yeah, that adds up. So I don't know that their pass defense is great. No, I think, it's pro- I think it's probably closer to league average than it is. They also played one game that was on Antarctica. Yeah, you know, right. I mean, so that's and get another game fun. that was in, I think, a rainstorm that mm-hmm. you know he just couldn't do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, now, I don't, you know, forecasting this game, I'm sure it's going to be a very run-heavy Steeler offensive script. Yes, uh, no question. I mean, why would you not? You're doing it well, and they're terrible at it. But I don't think it's. Oh no! I don't know if we can throw it all. You know, right. like, I don't think they'll be hesitant to call pass plays. The team that dead last in passes seen the face this year, Tennessee has seen 639 pass attempts against it. That is 50 more than 50 more than the next closest team, which is the Dolphins. Wow! Because <laughs> you just can throw it. Yeah, will. their pass rush isn't there. The corners aren't there. Wow. I mean, that's just because they're such a bad pass defense. Yeah, I mean, front, yeah. So those at, at this point in the season, teams are what they are for the most oh, part. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now some teams have gotten better at things, and you know, yeah, than, right. You know. The last three or last four or yeah. second half of the season, those are perfect example. My goodness, all in all, but right, yeah, teams are throwing on the Titans. Yeah, and teams are running on the Browns and they have all Browns. season long. And there's no reason to change it. Yeah, I mean, unless Watson looks like the guy from two three years ago and gets up twenty nothing. And why would you bother changing? I mean, their rush defense, they are uh, they're giving up 134.4 yards rushing per game, 4.8 okay. yards a carry. I say per carry is really bad. Which, remember, last year the Steelers gave up five, and that was the league worst. Right now the league worst uh, is 5.4 by the Chargers. you got the Giants and 5. Lions. 4. Giants and Lions are giving up 5.3 each. But four wow. point four point eight is definitely it's still really bad. Yeah, it's it's definitely at the bottom of the league. It would have been like third worst last year. Yeah, but again, you don't see as many. They haven't seen as many rushes against either because they run the ball. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I don't know what your plays per game stuff is for them, but I'll bet it's real low on both sides of it because they run the ball and teams run the ball against. I them. think they're one of the only teams, or they're right next to the Steelers in time of possession. Yeah. They they play slow, so their defense doesn't face a ton of plays. Which is smart if you've got that defense. Yeah, like we don't want teams. Your strengths. Yeah. So their game their games in general don't have a lot of plays because they they run a lot of clock with the run game. What's crazy is I wish I had it in front of me because the Steelers, in terms of plays faced on de- when the Steelers are on defense over the I think it's the last three weeks is by far the lowest. Yeah, like the Steeler D has not been on the field hardly at all. Well, think about all. I mean, even three and that, out, three and out. You know, you know the game last week they had five drives of ten right. or more plays. Yeah, right. Like you just keep you're playing keep away. And that's why I brought it up. Is yeah, the the Browns offense runs a lot of plays that all things considered because they are, they can possess the clock, but the Steeler D is not allowing that right now. Right. You know, at all. I thought Mike Tomlin brought up a good point yesterday about that previous Browns game. I think he said there were the Browns had five third downs in that first game that okay. were there were one yard. Really, you're going to convert those? Yeah, yeah, those are high percentage. I mean, the Steelers yeah. are converting like ninety percent of those. I yeah, mean, they're yeah. one of the best they're teams best in the league. league. Right, yeah, right. um, 
So if you get fir- you're at third and one, you're probably going to convert. So you got to win on first down against these guys in particular. That makes a ton of sense. You know, you can't let Chubb get seven yeah. on first yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, I'm curious what their first down yards per play is. Maybe that's something I'll dig into. Yeah. I bet it's bad with Watson. I'll be I can a, promise you that. It's yeah. bad with Watson. Yeah. For the year, it's not it's not, fa- it's not fair to judge the team by the year. Because Brissett was good. Like I said, he was right. He's completely different, PR, right? completely different quarterback situation. He was not the problem for this franchise this year at all. No. Yeah, he's been a success, and he so, made himself some money this year. In fact, I tweeted out, uh, you know, I think I mentioned last week, that when Josh Dobbs put 13 points on the board for the Titans, mm-hmm. that matched Deshaun Watson's output. His, his high output in year. a game, yeah. in his three games with, with Cleveland. They mm-hmm. just... They're not a big scoring team. I don't. I don't think that they score a bunch of points last week against Washington, which they didn't. Right, right. Even uh, the three w- without the three interceptions, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, they yeah, just yeah. that's not who they are. No, they're struggling. He's struggling. You know, and the run game's a little different too. I mean, Chubb would be great for 1985. I fullback hand the ball to him. Traditional run plays. And they've done a lot more like read option stuff where they don't let him get his feet going. Am I getting the ball or not? I don't like, think he likes that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, just, yeah, it's not what we did at Georgia. It's not what we've done here. I'm like the best back in the league. Can we do what I do? <laughs> and Watson, contrary to popular belief, is not a big read option guy. Yeah. I mean, he's done it. He's done it at Clemson. But that's not his game. He's not Lamar. No. You no. Know? He's he's able to run, but that's, yeah, not, his, right, right, right. that's not his main thing. Uh, you can check out the Steelers Week in Review. It's hosted by Wesley Euler. It's a recap of the previous game as well as a look at the Steelers' next opponent. New episodes drop every Tuesday. They're available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this. <laughs> 